Hallelujah. Amen. Good to be back in church. Um, um, have you said good morning to the people around you? Act like a Christian, even though briefly. Just pretend. Just smile. If you don't know their name, ask for the name. No numbers, just name. Okay. Um, but make them feel very well. Let me ask them, is this your first time at LifePoint? And if, if the person is the first time, you know, tell them, very welcome, very welcome. Yeah? <laughs> make them feel very much at home. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for making our time this Sunday morning uh, to come to God's house. Um, thank Obi for sharing. God bless you. Let's put our hands together. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate him. Although you threw me one small shade, but I forgive you, Sunday. <laughs> okay, we thank God, and we, we trust that God will take you further and further in Jesus' mighty name. And let's celebrate the band. They've been terrific today. Thank you. At a point, I said to myself, I might as well just sing my message, but I, I suspect a number of people will walk out, so I'm just going to share, okay? Um, I'm going to discuss God and music today. Um, next um, Sunday, we'll be discussing worship and warfare. We had a beautiful time worshiping God, like a pre-service worship session about 9.30, and we'll do the same thing next week. So if you, if you don't mind, you can come at 9.30. We can go do it for like 20 minutes. Give us about 5, 10 minutes to go fix our makeup and our hair. And then we'll come back and start the service at 10 o'clock. So we'll do that again uh, next Sunday. Um, just to remind us, all through this month in the Thursday meetings, we'll be discussing developing the heart of a worshiper. We had IJ here, um, Uzichi here last Thursday. It was fantastic. Uh, we have a gentleman called Olumide Iyun, right? Uh, here on Thursday, and he's a fantastic worship leader, um, and he'll be sharing from his heart on Thursday, so please do come at half six, um, and that's what we're going to do throughout all the Thursdays this month, and it's going to be a beautiful time in God's presence. Um, next month is August, that's our prayer month at, at Life Point. so all through, we'll be talking about prayer, and, and Obi did talk about the importance of prayer, so if you don't know how to pray, or you, you just want to learn how to pray a bit more, please do come. Um, we have this weekend lined up with Pastor Luby Johnson from Scripture Pastor, Pastor in Ibadan. It's going to be fantastic. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, he's going to be preaching for us. So please um, do make our time in August to be here. And September, we'll be speaking about um, Mr. and Mrs. Better Half. Essentially, um, we said, why wait until people get engaged and are emotionally clouded, can't see anything anymore before you try to counsel them. So all through the month of September, we'll be doing our diploma in marriage preparation, essentially just talking, talking us through um, what it means to be married. It's not, not even how to get into a relationship, but what marriage is about, because I suspect a number of us here want to get married eventually. True or false? Ah. <laughs> you know angels are listening. True or false? Uh, yeah. No guys are talking. <laughs> no problem. Um, um, just have me smile at the person next to you. I don't know. They might, just, they might be coming from a place where nobody's been smiling at us. Just give them a special. I'm serious. Lagos. I'm telling you. So just give them a smile. Not. It's my best, my best smile I'm giving you. All right. So what is it about music that makes it such a powerful thing? I, I believe that God created music. And in fact, he put music in all of us. Um, he created us. No, musically, that's the way, because our heart beats, our heart beats. If you put a stethoscope there, you would hear the, the drums in, the, in, your, in, your, in your rib cage. You would, you would, our blood flows, our fingers clip, our hands can clap. Um, we can make, some of us 
Fala B, Fala. You can hear them sing with their voices. The rest of us chant. Uh, um, we even laugh, which is very musical. It's, it's amazing. And we all have different types of laughter. Some is more musical than others. Um, but you're like an orchestra all by yourself. You're walking in music box all by yourself. Um, uh, God created music. As a quick question, so if your if your life was a was 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 music, what type of music will it be? For some of you, I know it's rock and roll. <laughs> Tolu, I know your street music. <laughs> Yoruba. <laughs> I know that's that's what here. But what kind of music will your life be? Jazz. Sorry, Akpala. <laughs> Go ahead. I know I mean, some of you is R&B. So you're very cool. Like that. But if your life was a song, what will the opening lines of that song be? It's done jazzy again. <laughs> God forgive you. But uh, music is very powerful. And God, God created music. And the way he's created music and man is that the soul, our souls literally open up to music very much like the way flowers respond to light. Our souls open up to music because nobody teaches children or babies to dance. Um, Music is kind of the way God does things. Music is very powerful. Kings of old would have cut jesters, but it would also have a whole band. It It was not just a royal thing to do. It was because there was an atmosphere that music brings all by itself. All right. Um, my friend Kunle, I think he's not in service today, sent me a note and I liked it. He said, uh, on an anatomical level, so like, you know, having to do with our bodies, studies show that music stimulates the production of certain um, neurochemicals uh, that generate pleasure in the brain. So, very similar to those released during sex. Um, said another way, music has the ability to stimulate our emotions in a manner that's very intense in a manner that very few other forms of art can achieve. So words can provoke thought, um, but music can much more quickly provoke thought together with feelings at a rate that is you know, fascinating. So, so, so m- music is, is not powerful just in itself, but it's also in how, what, what happens when we hear music. I'm very particular about music, which is why this fantastic gentleman, has to play the keyboard every time I'm, I'm, I'm preaching. Um, because I just, it helps me. It helps me. Um, I like to say that music is almost like a summons for our souls. It's a large word, but I'll just explain what I mean. In, in Daniel chapter 3 and verse 10, that, that scripture uh, came to me during the week and I read it. it this is the whole scripture about um, um, the three Hebrew boys, and, and the Bible says here in Daniel 3.10 that your majesty has issued a decree that anyone who hears the sound of the horn, the flute, the zeta, the lyre, the harp, the pipe, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold, and that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. So for the Babylonians in that time, the music was a summons to worship. It was a summons to the soul to worship. In uh, Saul's time, Saul had this season. Saul was king of Israel before David. Had this season where he was troubled by an evil spirit. 
the Bible says in 1 Samuel 16 that he says, look, they say to him, let's go get David. And David can play the harp. And the Bible says that when David comes, plays the harp, he says that the spirit leaves him and he was relieved from him. So there's a way that music has such a huge impact on the soul. There's a prophet, I think it's Elisha in 2 Kings 3, who has been consulted by a king. And the kings have asked him, and Elijah's, Elisha's raked for them and says, look, I would not even have talked to you because of, just because X, Y person is here. But he says, okay, I will speak to you about what the Lord's mind is. And the Bible says in First or Second Kings 3.15, he says, now bring me a minstrel or a harpist. And the Bible says, when the harpist or the minstrel had played, that the hand of God was upon Elisha. And then he was able to speak out God's mind. So, so music has this way that it, it summons all sorts of things from our souls. Um, most of us have a happy song. You, you have that song that just, it doesn't matter what's been happening, but you just, when you hear it, it just makes you happy, right? Hopefully you have a happy song. <laughs> and most of us also have, have that song that once you hear it, you just start to cry, especially the women. You, know, just, you just have that one song, right, that just makes you cry. Um, I, I have one. I just can't tell you guys. <laughs> Be sharing a bit too much. Of old, the Israelites would write songs to record what God had done for them. So music, music has a way of summoning memories, right? If we sing certain songs now in church, for some of you, just immediately remember where you were when that when you first heard that, or when that song was popular, right? Um, I don't know what kind of songs you grew up listening to. And I think if I start to tell you songs I grew up listening to, I'm probably telling my age and all that. But um, reggae music was just becoming popular when I was growing up. So, and, and of course, I wasn't in Lagos, so I wasn't hearing all these nice songs you guys would hear here. Some of them got to Benin. But, um, but when I hear those songs, it's, it's a huge sense of nostalgia. When we sang the hymn, a lot of you, when we start singing the hymn, we're looking around for your parents, like, oh, <laughs> yeah? Um, and that's why we use music to teach children. That's why, and, I, and I've always wondered why we stop using music to teach. I believe that in universities, you should have whole classes where the professor is just laying down a beat and just teaching them a song. Because you'll be surprised how people will remember stuff. And if they went into the exam hall, saw that chemical equation, all they needed to do was just bring back the song and it was there but we then become too adultish and, and we forget. And, but but they will, they will, the Israelites will create songs. So when you read um, Exodus 15, when you read Deuteronomy, I think 32, it speaks about the song of Moses. And some of the songs we sing nowadays are songs which we've literally taken the lyrics from the songs which the Israelites wrote in the past. Um, I don't know if you remember um, any nursery rhymes, but the truth is you are 20, 30 something years old and those nursery rhymes are still in your head it's stuck somewhere in the back shelves of your soul it's been etched there permanently if I may say so so music is very powerful um, does anybody remember what's your favorite nursery rhyme just very quickly anybody at all Shoki is not a Sorry, Twinkle Twinkle. That's a bit of a rass one. Don't you have any of a fancy? Come on. But Twinkle Twinkle is popular, yeah? Sorry? Fala? 
Blackie has to be more posh. Yes, <laughs> there you are. But 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 so music is <laughs> music is a very powerful thing. And and then oftentimes when we speak about God's presence, when you read all through Revelations and we speak about heaven and God's presence, it's hard not to see mentions of music. So music is almost like an integral part of our worship, which is why, so music in itself is not our worship of God, but music is a powerful part of our worship of God. When you read Revelations 14 and verse 2, the Bible says, and I heard a sound from heaven like the roar of rushing waters and like a loud peal of thunder. The sound I heard was like that of harpists playing their harps. There's just tons of awesome music in heaven. Now, this has been in my heart for a couple of weeks. Now, what does God want to do with music in our day? There are three or four things, and I just put them down on the table and try and bring this discussion together. What, are this, what does God want to do? First, uh, um, a phrase dropped in my heart a couple of weeks ago about musical leadership. And I believe very strongly in my heart that God wants to inspire new leadership in our generation through music. God wants to inspire new leadership because we complain almost on a daily basis about the kind of leadership that we see in our country. And we're not the only one. We're in good company. So when you travel abroad in the UK, they complain. The US are complaining about the ones they think they're going to get. Um, Turkey, I'm not sure who is, who is leadership. Everybody complains about leadership. And um, if, you, if you study leadership a bit, you realize that leadership is not always just about position. It's actually about influence. And, and I began to get this sense a couple of weeks ago that God is stirring up influence in a musical form in our generation. So that music is not just all about money or entertainment. That you can actually design a whole generation's thinking by designing the music that they listen to. In fact, it is why music is used a lot in advertising. So once that tune sticks in your head, you're just singing all the way. And for some strange reason, the only advert I can remember in music is such an old one. Uh, it's the Joy Girl one. Joy Girl. Remember, anybody remember that? No, you can't remember that. It's just before your time, okay? <laughs> it was before. A couple of old people here, yeah? Yes, that's us. But there's a couple of new ones. You know, campaign, there's some campaign um, political campaign ones, like, they just stick in your head. I remember Reverend Sam saying back in the day that he can't, he couldn't, he was trying hard to get out the, the one, there's this one for, there's a Koro one, he was trying to get hard to get out of his mind, but the thing was stuck, and you're probably just walking on the road, you just find yourself humming, mm, you know, Koro, just wondering, no, why is it like, it's because there's a huge association between influence and music, and God wants to evolve new musical, so there's a, new musical leadership. And I wanted to say this, so this is prophetic, it's not just for our band, not just for our church, but our visitors today, anybody to be sensitive about what we do with our music in this generation, not to be casual about it, not to be casual about it. It's why uh, when you go shopping, for example, most shops, malls, are playing some sort of music or the other. You just think they want to entertain you. No! They want to make you happy. <laughs> because you know you're just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next thing you're picking when you, it's like when you're in your car park you're like what how how did I buy all this yeah it's music they led you there they led you there and, and God wants to God wants to create and inspire new leadership 
in our generation. So for a lot of us, we might not aspire to positions of authority. But there's one song. In fact, what I put in my notes is that one song can change a life forever. I'll tell you guys about a song later in my discussion. But one song can change a life forever. And I don't know who is here. You might not be a singer. You might just be a writer. You might not even just be a writer. You might just be someone who has the opportunity to invest in a song. But there's a work of calling forth that God wants to do with music in this country, in this season, and in this generation. He wants to give us songs that our children can listen to and dance to. I've got two kids. My son turns 11. My daughter turns 8. And I find myself having to try to police the songs they can listen to and dance to. Yeah? But, but, but who's creating the songs for our children? Because the truth is, you and I know, but if our children and the ones who are going to come, if they grow up listening and dancing to the music, most of the music that we're playing today, Lagos is going to be a tough place to live in. And, but we know that for a fact. So who creates the music for the children? And that's, that has to be someone's life. And this is proper beats, proper music. The one that even us, the parents, will be dragging with the children. Someone just needs to create all that music. God wants to give us musical leadership. Um, it's surprising how over the last couple of years, from Fela um, to people like Bob Marley to Elvis Presley, the Beatles, and in our time, a lot of younger people, how the things that they sing become even the language that we use in conversation. So even the words that we use in conversation typically will evolve from music that we've heard. So that's very important. Uh, one thing that I, I, I know that God wants to do. He wants to evolve musical leadership in our generation. It's, it's amazing when you go to watch a, a football game, for example, the stadium. It's amazing how whole supporters clubs have evolved their own songs. It doesn't matter whether they're local or they all have their own songs. Alright, the second thing that is laid in my heart about God and music is that God wants to bring great healing in our generation through music. God wants to bring great healing in our generation through music. It was a couple of, I don't know, a couple of weeks into LifePoint. We had a prayer meeting in the tent behind and I think a couple of leaders will remember. And I started to share with them, this had dropped in my heart. Music that, le- music that heals, music that creates. I can't remember the last one. Music that comforts, I can't remember. But music has the ability to heal. And there's a lot of hurt in our generation today. It's, it is worrying how people who are in their early 20s, already carry pain, which is normally reserved for people who are in their 70s. (laughs) And I'm not joking. It's amazing how by the time people are 30, they already have PhDs in depression. And there's so much that God wants to do with healing. So we read that experience with Saul. The Bible says he was troubled by an evil spirit. It's not just a mental, emotional one. But the Bible says that when he heard the music that David played, if you want to find out what kind of music David played, go read through the Psalms. David wrote tons of songs. I want to say to us, 
put yourself on a diet of music that heals. If you're carrying hot, put yourself on a diet of music that heals. The dosage matters, the prescription matters. I actually came upon uh, an article in a Christian magazine this last week. You know, where they were advertising some chap who's done some sorts of music that he claims can actually heal the body. Yeah, I don't know about how true or false it is, but people actually claim that by listening to specific types of music, that it can bring healing. I know one question a lot of people have is, as a Christian, what kind of music should I be listening to? Help me ask your neighbor. What kind of music are you listening to? And I know where this conflict comes from. You know, you're in your car, jamming the music that you're jamming. And then, you spot Fola, the leader of the choir. <laughs> and you are faced with that awkward challenge. Should I continue? <laughs> or should I just reduce the volume? <laughs> or quickly change and play my friend Harmon? And <laughs> but what kind of music... And I have a very simple thing to say about that. The kind of music you should listen to is music that cultures your tastes and desires in the direction that you want your life to go. You should listen to music that cultures you as a person, your heart, in the direction that you want your life to go. There's, you and I know, I mean, if you, most of us, there's music you can listen to this week. Yeah? If you put the things in your ears and listen to them this week, Monday to Friday, that by Saturday morning, You'll just be a raging fire of hormones just looking for sexual expression. True or false? You, you know it. You know sometimes by the time you've even listened to the song once, your head's already turning. By the time you've put it on repeat, you know, we can put you on a diet of music. There's music that predisposes you to violence. But there's music that can even change the way you walk <laughs> and the way you talk. And for in this generation where there's such a huge need for healing, one thing that I know God wants to do is to bring great healing through music. We know that we need to be terribly selective in terms of what kind of music we listen to, to filter things through the word. In Philippians it says, whatsoever things are true, Philippians 4, whatsoever things are noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, if anything, if any music is excellent and praiseworthy, think about or listen to such music. I, I said, look, let your music help you. Your, your heart is not a toilet or a dustbin. So you should not let one gentleman sit in the studio in his house, cook up nonsense, trash, and just bring it to you and dump it in your heart while you're dancing. What's that dance? The one you go up and come down. Sorry? I had to come tell me now. Why you guys for me like you didn't do it yesterday? What's the dance? <laughs> you know, sir? I swear I don't. Shots? I, sh I don't know how to do it now. <laughs> That's just a setup. <laughs> and I've seen the people that said that. We'll talk later. The one you come is Shokira. Is that the one? I just, I just didn't want to make a mistake. That's why I just corporate. Okay. But while you are doing the whole Shokira thing, 
and I'm kind of like, right? I have the maps drawn out. The guy's just dumping rubbish. I'm like, no, you should object. If I, if you're just driving on the road, I just brought a heap of rubbish and dropped it on the top of your car. You won't just be smiling at me and dancing, shocking. No, you won't. You're like, <laughs> you'll come down and act like a Christian, right? And and you should be that selective when it comes to music. Your heart is not a toilet. And there's music for different seasons and occasions. The same way tomorrow morning, you're not going to wear your lace and gilly to work. Because if you try that, they probably, they won't talk to you for like 10 minutes and then they'll have a meeting and send somebody to you say, just, can you just find out from Tulu if everything, <laughs> if everything is alright, why he's wearing a gilly in the first place? Alright? Um, so, so, God wants to bring a huge amount of healing in our generation. So the first thing that God wants to evolve, new musical leadership. There's I know that people have a passion for leadership in our country, in our generation. And like I said, music is a summons. And God wants to create new music. And I want us to pray about it, invest in music. The second thing is God is sensitive to how much healing can come by music. And, you know, it's, I think it's one of my favorite quotes from Shakespeare. Where he says that the man who has no music in him, the man who is not moved by the concord of sweet sounds is fit for treasons. Essentially, all of us like music. We have a place for music. And God is saying, look, I want to create healing in your life through the music that you listen to. Alright, so that's number two. Number three is that God and before I go to number three, I just I said I was going to tell you about a song. And this is important. My, if you've heard my story before, my first year at the university, I, I um, had serious bouts of, um, of depression and just trying to figure out who I was because a couple of things, just terribly bad circumstances. And, and it was a very unpleasant season for me. I'd gone into school way too early. And I was just dislocated emotionally. And I remember having someone tell me when I, because I just had this misfortune of seeing my first year results with a much older senior relative who I loved dearly. And I remember that the results, as they called them out, we just happened to be in the faculty over the holidays, and they said, oh, the results are out. I said, oh, let's go, let's go. As they called them out, I remember saying, Jesus. And I remember this man saying to me, Jesus does not like failures. <laughs> That was the context of my first couple of, my first year. I mean, things then got better. Middle of second year and, and, and further there. But I remember this day sitting down in front of my friend, Mecca Obidi's CD player. CD players had just arrived in my city at the time. And I remember putting a song on repeat. I remember playing that song over and over and over and over again. And I don't know how many times, whether it be 20, but I just stayed there. And it's a song by Kirk Franklin, which says, my life is in your hands. And I remember another gentleman who lived in the flat then, 42Q, I can't remember, I can't forget that. Chakena Ikoku, who's now in Port Harcourt. I remember him walking to me, saying, Idris, is everything okay? <laughs> because I was just sitting down there. Just sitting down there and listening to that song. Um, I can't remember all the words of the song. Um, but I think yeah, it says, you don't have to worry. Does anybody know that song? It says, you, 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 don't, you don't have to worry. 
And don't you be afraid. That's what it says. It says, joy comes in the morning and troubles day don't last all day. And if your heart is broken, just let's just mumble the words. Just lift your hands and say, oh, I know that I can make it. I know that I can stand. I forgive you. No matter what may come my way, my life is in. The next part has come. And no, let's sing one more time. I know that I can make it. tell you songs that I know won't bring healing, but people might sue me later, so I won't mention the songs. But I, I think everyone should be on a diet of sorts, of songs that encourage you about what God is doing. I mean, there's songs about love. Um, the songs about peace, the songs that are for inspiration. But, and, and there's nothing wrong with those songs. But I think everyone should look for music. And everyone's got a song. And, and Solomon would write, the Bible says, First Kings 4, that Solomon wrote a thousand and five songs. I sense that God wants to bring great healing into our lives. So what songs do you call on? What music do you call on when your heart is overwhelmed? I trust God that he will bring songs out of life point which will heal our generation. Um, the third thing, and I'll try and put it all together very quickly, that I believe God wants to do with music, is that God wants to change the music of our hearts. Because we can all be listening to the same songs on the outside, but there's music on the inside of everybody. And the truth is, there is music on the inside of everybody. Um, so we can be singing the same songs. Some of times when we are singing worship songs, people are not singing to God. I love you, I love you. 
all they can think of is boo and bear and somebody else. For some people, when we sing those songs, it's a song of guilt that's playing in their heart. Carefully mastered and orchestrated by the devil. So God wants to change the songs in our So God is very interested in what I call our internal music. The question he kept, you know, I kept I put in my notes, is there any melody in your heart? Is there any joy in your heart? Because joy is a fruit of the Spirit. When you read Galatians 5.22, it says, and the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. It's right there. When you read about the kingdom of God, Romans 14, 17, it says it's not in meat, uh, it's not in meats, it's not, it's not in meats uh, or, or drink. It says it's not a matter of eating and drinking, it says, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So there's that, there's that part that God is also very interested in. It's Apostle Paul who explains in Ephesians chapter 5. He says, do not be filled with wine wherein it is excess. He says, but uh, be filled with the Holy Spirit. So if you read Ephesians 5, 17, 18, 19, he begins to explain what happens after a person is filled with the Holy Spirit. And he says, you get to a point where there is an overflow. And he says, you begin to speak to one another with psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit. So when you've hung out with God over a while, what happens is that music actually does begin to evolve from inside. And God wants to create and evolve music from every single person. In Colossians 3 and 16, the Bible says, Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your heart. I go back to this place again where I'm asking, look, so what is... If we, if we had some ability to play the music of your heart, what will this sound like? Is there any music? Just the cold chatter of social media, for example, that's in your heart. And social media is beautiful for people who are cost me later. Or is it just the noise of life that's in your heart? It's just songs of condemnation or pain that are in your heart. God says, look, there's no one who throws down a beat like I do. No one who organizes music like I do. He says, in Psalm 98, David explains the response to salvation. He says, sing to the Lord a new song. He says, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. Our reaction to being saved by our Lord Jesus Christ is that experience with the Holy Spirit where we get to a place where regardless of the things that happen on the outside, whether they are good or bad, and whether it doesn't matter where your, your song started from, that God says there must be music in your heart, that I want to feel your life with singing again. So for someone, I don't know if your song has stopped playing, but Jesus came to give us a new song. I don't know if someone, something or some experience took away your drums. I don't know if someone's opinion of you took away 
your trumpet and your guitar. I don't know if a past failure took away your song. But, but God wants, he says, I want to be the one conducting the orchestra of your life. He says, look, why I'm doing all these awesome things with music and, and God, I, 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 so I try not to say it's a prophetic word, but God really wants to do things with music. He does. And why he's saying, take music that heals. He said, I also want to evolve that there's a place you get to in your walk with the Holy Spirit. But you just bust out into songs. He says, I want to conduct the orchestra of your life. Help me smile at someone in a musical way. <laughs> Whatever that means. But just help me tell them, look, you know, God wants to put some music in your heart. Tell them in a nice way. Tell them like this, so God really sent you. God wants to put some music in your heart. Over the next couple of weeks, months, we pray about this. But I, I just wanted to stop by and say those four things that I trust that God is doing. A, that he's creating new musical leadership in our generation, in our country. And so there's space for people to, I don't know who you are, I don't know what, what it is. For someone, you might even have a gift that you have put in the bank. Or you might have a gift that people laughed at. But God wants to create new musical leadership. That God wants to bring great healing in our generation through music. There are souls here. Yeah, I've been having a strong word in my heart about people who are in great pain. Um, in fact, there's a discussion for a couple of weeks we're going to have later in the year titled, Do You Want to Be Made Whole? Um, I don't know who that is for, but if you stick around a bit, we will get there. But God says one of the ways, and one of the things we'll discuss then is how music really brings transformation and healing. God says, I want to change the music of your heart. For someone you know that the song that you've been singing is one that generally beats you down. God says, that's not my song. He says, I did not do the beats. I didn't write the lyrics. I do not know why you're playing it. He says, I'm happy to let you sing. I just want to conduct the song. There's, there's, uh, I just want to be the one conducting the orchestra of your life. I don't know if there's anyone who's happy to let God do that today. It's an old, old song. It um, came to mind preparing one it says he's turned my morning into dancing again he's lifted my sorrow he says I can't stay silent I must sing for his joy has come and I just sing the song and I'd like us to just spend a couple of minutes in prayer this morning I just ask God look give me a new song I don't know where this meets you but I'd like you to just please bow your head and pray I just sing the song a bit slowly and he's turned my morning into dancing again He's lifted my sorrow And I can't stay silent I must sing for His joy He's
talking to God about different things. So don't worry about who is on your left or on your right. And I'm not going to ask you to come out. Just say, God, you are the one who is the architect of my soul and the great designer. Would you please take me back? I accept Jesus. Anyone, if you lift up your hand just a little so I can see you and know that we're in this prayer together, I would lead you in that presence. Anybody, anybody. Father, thank you for people who are responding to you this morning. Who says, I've heard that Jesus died on the cross for me. And this morning, I, receive, I, I just want to say this prayer and receive him. Is anyone, anyone, Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Just say this very quick prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior today. I confess that he died for my sins. I declare that he's now Lord over my life and that I am now born again in Jesus' mighty name. If you said that prayer, God bless you. A second set of people I want to pray for. Hi, everyone. Hi. A second set of people I want to pray for this, this morning. I want to pray for anyone who says, look, uh, P.I., there's, there's no music in my heart. There's no music. I'm born again, but there's no music in my heart. Again, I'm not going to ask you to stand. I will just like you where you are to put your hand on your heart. And let's pray together. God created music. God created. The Bible says he gives beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garments of praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. And I'm just going to pray for you where you are. You know the music has stopped in your heart because of something. Heavenly Father, I pray for my brothers and my sisters in church this morning who are reaching out to you and asking, Father, would you give me a song in my heart? I ask that you would heal hearts, that you will cause pains, Father, to cease in the name of Jesus, that you will give healing for that pain in the name of our Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father. You will do amazing little things, amazing big things in this season. You will cause restoration to come upon their hearts. You will bear them up. You will push them forward. We thank you, our Father, for healing. We thank you for new songs busting forth. We thank you for a feeling with the Holy Spirit. We give you thanks, our Father, in the mighty name 
of our Lord Jesus. The last set of people I want to pray for are just people who believe that God has a gift in them, a gift for music. Something in music, something in music, and they just want God's grace upon it. So just, again, your hand or your heart or your hand up, whatever it is, and let us pray together. In fact, as a church, we will pray for you this morning. As a church, we'll, I, have a, I have a gift. I was able to sing. I was able to write. I, I was, I'm a fantastic instrumentalist. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But God brought you here for a reason. So I'd like you to just to just, to just talk to God this morning as we pray. Our Father, we present everyone in service this morning. Everyone in service who you have given a gift that is musically inclined. You have given a gift uh, that, that can write songs, that can DJ, that can rap, that, that, that can conduct music. And so, Father, we dedicate this gift to you all over again. We declare, Father, they will excel and do well. We declare that platforms are open to them locally and internationally in the name of Jesus. We declare they find men of skill. They acquire the right wisdom. They get into the right company. We declare they are promoted beyond their dreams. Father, we present them to you and ask that you will do your will with them. You will make their lives beautiful. Lord, let, Lord, let by the things that they do, let glory be brought to you. Father, we thank you. We declare it is well with them in the name of our Lord Jesus. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Why don't we just why don't we just worship God for just a minute or two this morning? And if you don't mind, if you just rise a bit. I don't know, just before the choir takes the songs, maybe for four minutes. But I'd like you to sing your own song to God. I don't know what song it is. Just before the choir sings, one worship song will bring the service to an end. But I'd like you to just take out this time and just come to it might be your own original song. Fantastic. But I'd like you to just go ahead and worship him. I'd like you to just go ahead because God deserves the sacrifice of our lips this, this, this Sunday. Let's just go ahead and worship him. Father, we thank you. We worship you with our songs. We bring our very different songs in different languages before you. Someone there's an evil song that just blesses your heart. I'd like you to let it rise from the very bottom of your heart. Just go ahead and worship. Let's worship him with our very different songs for just a minute or two. It doesn't have to be a fancy song. Just go ahead and worship him. Father, I thank you. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. We worship you this morning. We worship you this morning. We worship you this morning. Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. Can you lift your hands and just worship God? We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your presence, Jesus.
full of your favor and your grace. We declare we go forth in your strength. We declare our songs will not stop. We declare that our lives will glorify. We declare we prosper our iron health, even as our souls prosper in Jesus' mighty name. God's people shouted a big amen. Let's put our hands together. Let's celebrate Jesus. You may take your seats very quickly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much.